Hi friends, this is M. I am currently editing our second episode in which we watch Saw. Um, while editing and while discussing this, I noticed there was some things that we want to give some content warnings for, so I'm going to do that now. In watching Saw and discussing it, we do get into descriptions of violence, gore, self-harm, suicide, and addiction. Um, these are all pretty briefly discussed, but they are very much part of the discussion of Saw. So if that's not your, if that's not your thing, no hard feelings, um, turn it off. You know, that's, that's totally fine with us. Um, otherwise we'll dive right in and we'll, uh, be jumping into episode two, Saw. Um, stop. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> These are references I will know. Yeah. In a little while. <laughs> so, welcome back to Eek, Eek. the horror podcast <laughs> where I, Elena, take my beautiful friend M <laughs> down the dark. down the horrible <laughs> yellow beautiful brick yellow brick road that is the horror genre. I feel like that fits cuz that movie was fucked. It was you're right. You're totally <laughs> the yellow brick road. Can the we yell- talk yeah, we <laughs> let's can, not talk about let's talk about true horror, well, which is y- no, we can do it. <laughs> you know, that's the beauty of horrors. It was I was scared of that as a kid. Yeah, dead ass. Horror can be found in the brightest of places. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's like the opposite. Even in the darkest yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. Even in the brightest of times, horror can still be found. <laughs> just, just, yeah. You know, take that, Galadriel. Galadriel. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Fucking 4,000-year-old elf. (laughs) Elf queen. Elf queen. So, yeah, this is the podcast where... We walk M through horror films, and we are doing a hard pivot today <laughs> into the wacky world of body horror. <laughs> wacky. It's wacky, y'all. <laughs> it is pretty wacky. Um, and what better body horror film to kick it off with than 2004's Saw? I swear that was 2006 last time I looked at it, so it, um, it was. I just slipped into the wrong Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm fine. well so what's what i love about saw the saga if you will (laughs) if you will (laughs) if you will is from like 2004 to about 2011 maybe 2012 i don't have things right in front of me um they released a saw movie every single year Mm. around you know spooky season spooky times spooky time season (laughs) so that they could sort of take advantage of this, you know, building. Build, yeah, you go fervor. every year. It was it was a new saw every year. New traps, new horrible, terrible ways of watching people die and laughing and going, wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, we just lost everyone. We they're lost all gone. everyone. They're all gone. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> So everyone remembers sort of the the torture porn, the body horror of Saw, but I I wanted to take it back to the original. 
uh, directed by James Wan of Conjuring and Aquaman fame. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hard pivot into the superhero genre. <laughs> Um, and then also written by Lee Winnell, who also stars in the film as Adam. Um, they were buddies who had this idea uh, for a short film, and then they were able to get um, enough financing to turn that idea into the feature film we know today as Saw. Um, it is important to know that Saw was made on a pretty small budget, especially for the time, and went on to be a monstrous success far beyond what anyone could have anticipated and so that's kind mm. of how it kicked off this um it subgenre subgenre of mid 2000s let's stick people in traps and see what happens which is so interesting cuz like i feel like that's what i thought of as horror my whole young life because mm. that's what was coming out when I was that you know that young age where you're yeah. just like observing the world and being like all right this is what's normal mm-hmm. I thought that all horror was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels and Saw mm-hmm. sequels yeah 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 <laughs> Only. well and I mean that there, there is not there there are quite a few of those yeah and one well, and that's why I think it's really important to go back to the original kind of see where it all began yeah so to definitely. speak I'm excited. So, yeah, this one's a lot more psychological, um, and I think it's going to be a good time. More psychological than Psycho? (laughs) I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) It's hard Um, to cap that. It's hard to cap Psycho. Um, (laughs) With psychologicalness. Yeah. Um, So what I think we're going to very much enjoy in this is watching Lee Winnell struggle to hide his australian accent i'm excited about that that's always fun yeah it's why we watch zener it's why we watch zener (laughs) zena princess warrior because that doesn't make sense yeah anyone else zener anyone anyone who knows they know um and then everyone's favorite dread pirate roberts yes carrie elways carl ulis carl ulis carrie Carrie L. Lewis. Lewis. (laughs) Um, As Dr. Lawrence Gordon. Um, That becomes important, I promise. That he's a doctor. That he's a doctor, yep. Well, I mean, he, yeah, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When else do you need a doctor? Oh, wait, I think I heard about this. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say those are going to be our our main players. We're going to be stuck in a room with them as they try and figure out what the hell is going on. And what is your... uh, History, experience, experience with, with Saw, besides so, the cultural zeitgeist. Yes, obviously, like, heard a lot about it. Used to think never, ever, never, 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 ever would I watch it. Um, but here we are. So I, um, specifically with Saw, feel like the only thing I really know about it is through, once again, uh, Take a Drink, uh, You Are Good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um for the number of times we're going to mention that <laughs> that um and it's so funny my experience with that episode where they go through saw and the soniverse is specific to i was listening to it while my partner and i were like driving through like for like eight hours we drove so, can like Really, though. It was, like, a long drive. We listened. We binged You Are Good, and we got to Saw in the Sawniverse, like, at night while we were, like, trying to get to our next stop, and it started snowing. And so – and, like, I'm a stressful passenger, and so, like, 
there was like a lot of anxiety <laughs> around that whole drive and also listening to Sarah Marshall and Alex Steed discuss Saw and the Sawniverse and like the body horror bits mm-hmm. and pieces and they don't you know ah, they don't bits and pieces <laughs> gross <laughs> but yeah the so it's very strange because I feel like everything I know about it is also like hazed over with like weird driving through a snowstorm anxiety Mm -hmm. uh and uh yeah so i'm excited to actually get some context to all of that i heard yeah through those through that episode it's great Um, it's great and i love carl carrie carrie wesley i love wesley (laughs) so much um obviously uh you know We've seen him in lots of things. Most recently, I saw him in Stranger Things, just having what looked like a grand time being like a sleazy mayor that was just magical, um, getting thrown through windows and things. And uh, as one does, as, as one does by David Harbour. Like, mm-hmm. come on, David Harbour, you can throw anyone into anything, and we'd be here for it. We would be here for it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm excited to see him get tortured. If I'm fully honest, because <laughs> I'm a sick fuck. <laughs> Let's just rip that off with a Band-Aid right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Rip it off there. Uh, speaking of ripping things off. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't seen it, so I can only imagine. Speaking of ripping things off. Yeah. That actually doesn't happen until a sequel. But <laughs> oh, okay. let's let's dive right in let's to go. the first uh, installment of the saga. <laughs> I'm still so proud of that. <laughs> right there 2004's saw (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah smooth transitions let's go so saw that was so fun that was an absolute trip (laughs) um yeah no that was that was so much fun. I am, like, literally grinning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, way more fun than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I was expecting to, like, kind of enjoy it, but I wasn't expecting to feel joy from it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. not even in a, like, like, because I thought it'd be so fucked up. I was just sort of like, eh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But that was just really, really fun. It's so fun, and I I really think that the... The sequels, they they have the wrong spirit about mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Like that that's kind of the the first one is which like let's not worry about the sequels. No. In my brain, the sequels don't exist. Yeah, no. right. Yeah, so leave, like leave it there because like the sequel. What what the sequels take away are traps, bigger, gorier, sure, yeah, more elaborate. Which is so interesting because like that is not even what I'm looking at in this. I was like. That wasn't even a trap, really. It was like mm-hmm. it was a, a lockbox game, right? It was a lockbox. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe an escape the room if you really kind like, of. Yeah, it's me. like a fucked up escape the room. Yeah, but that, but it, like I said, it's more about the psychology of like we are trapped in this room, have no idea why, we're connected somehow. <gasps> yeah, and there's this sort of. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, at all. Um, and then so the sequels are like focused on like bigger, more elaborate, more yeah. gruesome traps. And the, like, incoherent plot twist at the end, yeah, yeah. you know? Although the plot twist at the end of this one 
That was so good. I loved it. They set it it up. They set it up. I thought it was so good because it was like, I wasn't even expecting a plot twist. mm -hmm. I mean, I I think I'd heard that there was one, but I kind of forgot that as I was watching it. And so I will say I was like only 80% convinced that uh, Ben from Lost was Mm -hmm. Jigsaw. Sure. Wait, should we start by summarizing? Oh, yeah. Let's do a plot summary. Can I do this one? Yeah. Okay. We just were fresh off it. Fresh off it. Give me your plot summary. Yeah. So, first scene, Guy wakes up in water. Uh, We have him choking, sputtering, getting out of the tub that he's in. He's realizing he's in. Um, It's dark in the room he's in. He can't see anything. Um, He starts screaming, realizing he's chained to something by his ankle. He can't get out. He, uh, as he's screaming, a voice comes from across the room. Don't try screaming. I tried screaming. It doesn't work. He says, who are you? What is this? What's going on? And he says, I don't know either, but like, don't scream. It's not going to do you any good. And then the other voice says, well, actually, let me see. I'm realizing something. And as he's scuffling about, the doctor reaches over and turns on a light. Um, we can now see as the light clears or like as our eyes adjust to the light, ours being the characters in the room, we see we are in a dank, just bath. It looks like just an old bathroom, like shower room, maybe at one point, but like there's a toilet, it's really decrepit Mm -hmm. and there's a dead body in the middle of the floor where someone has very clearly shot their brains out Mm -hmm. and the other person on the other side of the room is our one and only Wesley Carl Wellis Carl Wellis <laughs> Carl Wellesley Carrie Carrie Elwes 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 We're like wrong answers only wrong answers uh, only Carl Wesley <laughs> Carl Wesley uh, <laughs> <laughs> um as Dr. Lawrence Gordon. Lawrence Gordon that's mm-hmm. I couldn't remember his first yeah. name um, he has two last names. Yes, that's yeah. it. And he is also chained to a pipe in the bathroom. Um, big chains, really mm-hmm. heady chains. Mm-hmm. And we slowly realize that they're just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, they they can't figure out any way to get off these chains or get away. They can't hardly reach anything at all until they start to pad themselves down and realize Adam, our main person who we woke up with, I mm-hmm. should I would say. Lee he, Winnell. The, the Lee writer, Winnell the writer and of the film. Adam in the movie. Yeah. yeah, I was we finished, I was like, wait, so that's the writer. Yeah, 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 um, that's true. So he realizes he has something in his pocket, an envelope with a his name on it and a micro tape that says play me and Lawrence Gordon seeing this says, oh, huh, wow, I also have one of those in my pocket. But his comes with a key and a bullet. bullet. That's right. Um, I was like something else in metal because it all clinked when it came out. And they find that the body in the middle of the room is clutching in one hand a gun and in the other hand a uh, a micro cassette player, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they alternatively listen to theirs. One says, 
in a sinister voice as described sinister voice. by, by the subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. But hey, Adam, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve nothing except to be in this room. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Lawrence Gordon, you are also a piece of shit, and you only deserve to murder. You have to kill Adam, Adam to get, out, to of get out of this room and see your wife and daughter again. Eventually, Gordon is sitting here and realizes that he's like, wait a second, this is all feeling familiar mm-hmm. i have been recently talking or like a while back i was talking to the police he got mm-hmm. implicated in a seer in something and so they called him in and asked him hey is this your pen light you fucking bastard <laughs> and he was like what no and they were like we don't believe you let's tell you the whole entire thing because mm-hmm. we don't believe you apparently yeah so they told him the entirety apparently of what they Some, had so it's, far it's a little bit confusing it's a little how... confusing the time Gordon seems to know things that only the cops would know. Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't as a cop maybe tell him everything. You shouldn't, but but I don't think cops generally share all of the... No, I think that's like the whole... All of the circumstances of of (laughs) of an investigation with one of their prime suspects. suspects. I don't think they do that, you know? I'm not a cop, nor will I ever be. (laughs) However. Um, But I don't think that's how that works. So yeah, there's a little bit of like, it's a little weird how the the audience gets to know some things that there's like no physical way that Gordon could ever know. But, But also, timelines, flashbacks, who fucking knows? Who... Who knows who cares? It's kind of the fun yeah, thing with yeah, Saw is we're just true. like, you're just along for the question. ride. We're not asking questions. We find out, though, that he knows that there is someone on the loose in the city or area nearby mm-hmm. who is setting elaborate setups for people to find themselves entrapped in. And that he basically says, like, so you can either succumb to these circumstances and kill yourself this way, or you can choose life, mm-hmm. which is... What I'm recommending by going, and that's sort of like the implication, is like by going this direction. Go through this death trap. Through the death trap. To prove that you want to live. Through the razor wire. Or through the, you know, gouging of a human being to get to the key Mm -hmm. that unlocks your face Yeah, your face cage. Your face cage exploder thingy. Anyway, so things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, he explains all this to Adam, who's like, wow, what the fuck? And he's like, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so... Through this, though, the tape, at the very end of the tape they were listening to, mm-hmm. it says, follow your heart, which yeah. is in louder, more audible version, follow your heart. Yeah. Um, it's, it's <laughs> Some of it's a little bit dorky in how contrived it is. No, it's beautiful. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> flawless. magic that can only work in an early 2000s. It's true. It's yeah. true. And so they find in the toilet that has a heart drawn in feces on it. Mm-hmm. Presumably. Presumably. Uh, Yeah, it's not, like, super clear, but, like, also the toilet's full of stuff. Poo. Poo. And they pull out from the toilet that is just within reach a black bag that is full of two saws. Two saws and then something else. Something else that we don't see because Adam, who is the one able to fish it out, Mm -hmm. hides the remaining contents of the bag Mm -hmm. quickly from Mr. Dr. Lawrence. Mr. Dr. Lawrence. Gordon. 
So they both start trying to saw away at their chains mm-hmm. to no avail. One saw even breaks Adam's, in the process. Adam's, Adam's breaks. saw. And they then... Adam throws his saw. Yeah, he throws his saw. But yeah. it's like, it never comes back up though, does it? No, but it breaks that window. Oh, that's right, that's right. He throws mm-hmm. his saw in frustration, which shatters a mirror on the wall. Mm-hmm. And we soon, maybe not in this order, realize that they are being video camered mm-hmm. through a... Th- uh, two-way two mirror. Two-way mirror, yeah. Um, as they pick up one of the shards yep. of glass, they yeah. see that it's it's a two-way mirror shard. Mm-hmm. So they see they're being videoed, and Adam, who is our just smartest of smart boys, oh, is like, well. is this punked? I'm being punked. Ashton, come on out, buddy. Uh, not really. Yeah, yeah. Something akin. And... I'm on reality TV! Yeah, he it's was like, like no, oh, buddy. it's TV. No, buddy. Um... But he's not. And then they do more flashbacks. This is where it's going to get fuzzy. It's all these, like, flashbacks spliced in. We basically find out Dr. Lawrence Gordon Mm -hmm. is a distracted doctor Mm -hmm. who still loves his child. Right? Obviously very tender regard for at least Mm -hmm. his daughter. Yeah. And I'd like to think for his wife as well. We don't have any implication that he doesn't like his wife. Yeah. But simply that, like, he's a very busy doctor who's letting himself get distracted. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then thinks about cheating on his thinks wife. Thinks about cheating. But doesn't, doesn't go through doesn't with it. Doesn't go through with it. That we see. Yeah. And during the almost cheats but chooses not to scene, he does get a phone call mm-hmm. in the motel room where mm-hmm. he's doing this mm-hmm. that says, I know what you're doing. Yeah. In another sinister voice. We start to catch glimpses of his tied up wife and daughter, daughter yeah. because as he's telling his new BFF, Adam, all of this, he says, here's pictures of my daughter in my wallet. Hook. He throws it across the room and Adam takes it up, looks at the pictures and he said, and there's a picture of my wife behind that one. And as he goes to look for the picture of the wife, what should be there but an actual photo of Dr. Gordon's wife and daughter tied up mm-hmm. with a regards jigsaw mm-hmm. piece, flip it around, and on it's the back says... A clue. It's a clue about see, see, seeing with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X yeah. marks the spot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easier to see with your eyes closed, which I don't... That literally doesn't make any sense because the clue... Like, my dumbass would have, like, literally closed my eyes, mm-hmm. and that's not what they needed to have done. They mm-hmm. needed to have just turned, turned off, off the light, the light yeah. which is different than closing your eyes. Very different. <laughs> so Adam knows this clue, but does not show it to the doctor. Mm-hmm. He says, wow, the picture's not here, and throws the wallet back. The doctor's like, what the fuck? He must have taken it. The X marks the spot comes up. Adam says, like, ooh, maybe, like, try turning off the lights again. Just, like, mm-hmm. see what that does. And they do, and they are able to smash an X that glows in the dark off of the wall. There was some effect giving some an effect. X on the wall yeah. that was only visible in the dark. Yeah. And they smash open the wall and find inside a little box, mm-hmm. um, which then... Mr. Carl E. Lewis uh, <laughs> says, Adam, <laughs> send me that key over there that I hucked at you earlier. And Adam says, huh, and throws the key yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Dr. Gordon, who then unlocks the box and finds inside cigarettes, a lighter, and another note that says, shh, Dr. Gordon. And he reads it, and we can read it, obviously, mm-hmm. in Jigsaw's voice, because we've all heard it by now, which says, like, 
the only way to that or cancer isn't the only way to die from cigarettes, especially if it's rolled in poison or something like that. Basically, being like <laughs> the blood on the ground is poison from the guy if who you shot want himself to in the head. Poison Adam with cigar- the cigarettes yeah. that he keeps asking for, mm-hmm. and so but Doctor Gordon being a mensch. He's not going to do that. He Not right away, anyway. And so... Um, not to my boy, Adam. Not to my boy, Adam, who's done nothing wrong, more wrong than being a dumbass. Yeah. Um, a juvenile, as he Juvenile. Calls him. We find out that on the night that Dr. Gordon gets kidnapped, he, in fact, noticed his picture get taken in a parking garage. And he was like, what the fuck? And then a pig man shows the fuck up mm-hmm. and is wearing... A pig mask. It's just, yeah, it's like a yeah. pig mask on a dude who sneaks up and kidnaps Dr. Gordon. Mm-hmm. There's also then revealed that Adam is the one who took that photo. And yeah. he has been taking photos of Dr. Gordon for a little while now mm-hmm. because he got hired to. Yep. By who? By whomst? 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 I forgot to mention before this that during all these flashbacks, the... Oh, no, I didn't. The detective. It's the detective. It's the detective. Who we saw lose his partner to Jigsaw. Played by Danny Glover. Well, the guy whose partner died yes. is Danny Glover. Is the, Danny partner, Glover. the partner. I don't know his name. Ken... Leung? Leung, yeah. Yeah, Ken Leung. Ken Leung. So, who I know as the psychic from Lost. That's literally the first thing I saw him in. Same. And, and then, then he's in Force Awakens saying yeah. some kind of oscillator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally his line. Yeah. He has one line and that's it. Yep, yep. He did great. Big fan. But yeah, so he gets shot in the head by mm-hmm. Jigsaw in an altercation with, like, with five Jigsaw. shotguns. Yeah, five shotguns, <laughs> like, raining down on him. Yeah. Um, so obliterated. Yeah, obliterated. And you know what was really sad, though? <laughs> I was like, wow, what a diverse cast we have. And I was like... Oh, right. The horror trope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my heart. Although, my heart. to be fair. To be fair. I don't think we can be to be fair on like, no. oh, what a diverse cast no, we're no, killing no. off. Neither Danny Glover nor Ken Liang. Liang. You should look up how to pronounce that. Uh, they are not the first ones to die on That's screen. That's very true. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> However. However. Still just... Still just one of those that I was like, I literally was. I was like, wow, what a diverse cast. Yeah. And then immediately. <laughs> just Not even immediately. Him. I was just like, oh, right. That's the whole thing. And these horror movies, mm-hmm. which you hate to see. Anyhow, so he's bitter. Uh, Danny Glover is bitter. And he goes crazy after that altercation mm-hmm. and loss of his partner. And they... He's, um, he's convinced. He's convinced that, that Dr. Gordon mm-hmm. is, in fact, Jigsaw. Yep. Because they arrested a dentist nearby. And the same sewers run through these neighborhoods. Yeah, something these like that. Some weird line that I'm it, like, what does that mean? Basically, it's a... It's a, a figure of speech that like your shit stinks too doc like you can oh, like you can, you're not so high and mighty yeah but... like you can seem like a very respectable upstanding citizen but i see but your shit still stinks i see i see yeah, yeah. okay so that's so that's what i was like yeah, what's not, this line trying like to portray literally <laughs> the same sewers <laughs> which yeah. i think like was misleading given how much like underground sewer vibes we were getting throughout this movie for sure anyway so yeah he's the one who hired adam to take those photos and follow dr gordon around Mm -hmm. so that he could prove once and for all that this is the jigsaw puzzle guy yeah um 
he's the, the man who does all the jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> all the jigsaw. <laughs> well, because they're like, the line is, um, well, he's not technically a murderer. He's which... not technically, technically, he's never killed anyone. Yeah, and it's like, so you're shut like, the fuck so up. So do we call him a murderer shut or no? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so they, Dr. Gordon is very upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but also during this flashback, we finally, Adam remembers how he was kidnapped, which was also by the pig man, mm-hmm. um, doing creepy crawlies in his apartment, mm-hmm. his shithole apartment. His and... absolute shit. <laughs> whole apartment oh my god we are pretty much caught up with like all the info that we need at that point yeah except lots of moving parts but they still technically fit together it's hard and i now remember like sarah marshall saying in you are good she was like there's no good way to like tell this story chronologically no you don't know yeah the chronological line of things well and it gets it gets even worse in the sequels where you have movies that are basically happening like concurrently oh right or like like lion king yeah (laughs) basically no like actually and then it's just like oh (laughs) so yeah there's not there's not really a good even for the first one just just Thankfully, there's a bunch of flashbacks, and you know that they're flashbacks. It's not stuff that's necessarily yes. happening concurrently. Yeah. Um, but it, it does introduce sort of this convoluted timeline. For sure. Sort Very of thing. convoluted. Yeah. So at this point, uh, they start plotting. Dr. Gordon is like, all right, I'm going to turn off the light. He turns off the light, and he starts whispering to Gordon. Mm-hmm. And Ben er, from Lost. Adam. Or to Adams. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, and Ben from Lost, watching the feed, is like, what the fuck? I can't hear or see anything. Mm-hmm. And who is our, just like, who is... Ben, ben from Lost is our presumed jigsaw. jigsaw suspect at this point. And, yeah, we're catching glimpses of him doing the aiding and, like, the, the work uh, mm-hmm. around all of this. Yep. And we get to, you know, he turns on the light and there are two cigarettes. One, Dr. Gordon visibly dipped in the blood poison Mm -hmm. and one, he did not. But from the crackly, terrible CCTV that (laughs) Ben from Lost is watching, Zeg? Zeb. Zeb. Zeg. That's not a name. It is now. Zeg. That's going to be our little pumpkin boy's name. Uh, yeah, Zeg. Oh my god. I was thinking nutmeg, so that kind of works. There you go. Um, that Zeg can be his middle name. <laughs> nutmeg Zeg. <laughs> now he needs a last name. Pumpkin Hag. <laughs> Horrible. Yep. Horrible. Yep. But he's beautiful. Uh, he's watching and is seeing them turn off the lights and he's like, ah, I can't see or hear anything. And then they turn on the lights. Dr. Gordon's like, you still want that cigarette? And Adam's like, yes. Yes, I do. Thank mm-hmm. you for asking, Dr. Gordon. And Dr. Gordon goes, heh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. the stuff over. And he lights up. And then Adam, in a beautiful performance of acting to be acting. Hooey. Acting like someone who is acting badly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Goes, and then mm-hmm. falls over dead, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote. And um, we can see Dr. Gordon being like, I hope he buys that. And suddenly, electric shock. Electric shock. We realize that he's right there. He calls the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jigsaw knows all. And the jig is up on their ha. little ruse. Ha, jig. So we're realizing, like, we're just starting to feel trapped. He starts getting phone calls from Mm -hmm. the cell phone that was also in the box Mm -hmm. that are of his wife and daughter Mm -hmm. being like, Daddy, help. 
Gordon, get your shit together and help. <laughs> and him being like, okay, I'll do my best. Yeah. We'll change in this unknown location. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just all happens. Yeah, so basically it's like um, an overload, a stimulation overload yeah. in some ways. And Gordon's screaming, Adam's yelling. There's there's just noise. There's, there's so much going on. And Gordon's like, you know what? fuck it, apparently time's up, and my family is That's right, dead. that's what happens. Time's up, he hears a bunch of gunshots, gunshots on the other right. end. Um, and thinks his family is being killed. It turns up that, or it turns out that Tap, Danny Glover, has rushed in to try and save the family After last second. After Gordon. Yeah. And seeing something sus going on. So the gunshots that Gordon's hearing are an exchange of gunfire between Zepp and Tap. But he thinks that his family's dying because there's all this screaming going on. On because, the phone. He yeah, doesn't know what's up. He doesn't know what's going on. And then, so he just starts, He's he like, breaks. all right, here we go. He's like, let's and go. And just starts sawing off his foot. Yep. He just braces. And, and Adam, goes for it. I really enjoyed watching Adam's face through that whole thing. And he was just, just being like, like oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> He's just like, oh, God! That was, like, probably where I started just, like, grinning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think I think that was the turning point for you where you were like, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally... F-. I'm like, ready. You, you I'm were here. on board I was already. It. Yeah. yeah, you were on board already, but that was the moment you were just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And yeah. so, yeah, just saws his foot off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he shoots... Adam, who falls Mm -hmm. to the ground, Mm -hmm. presumed dead, Mm -hmm. and then he lays there kind of crying, sobbing for a minute, and he's like, all right, I did it, I did it, let me out, let me out. Mm -hmm. And um, nothing happens for a second. Yeah, well, Zepp shows up having killed yeah that's right. Danny Glover. Yes, he had killed Danny Glover. And it's like, all right, Gordon, I gotta kill you. Because you, yes, you sawed your foot late. off and killed Adam, but it's too late, so I gotta kill and you. And those it's, are the rules. It's the rules. And suddenly, Adam wakes up mm-hmm. and grabs the toilet seat. He like grapples him to the ground, basically, mm-hmm. uh, Zep, and then grabs the top of the toilet tank. And with his shot arm, might I point out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has it in both hands and just smashes Wha-bam. it over. Wha-bam. His head Wha-bam. so many times, and it's really satisfying to watch. It's pretty satisfying. It ends up breaking yeah. in half and everything. Yeah. It's just really great. Yeah, he kills Zepp, mm-hmm. and we're like, holy shit, Jigsaw's dead. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Gordon and Adam basically embrace. Mm-hmm. It, it's really, honestly, like, I love that moment. They're it's like, pretty touching. kind of touching each other and being yeah. like, God, we did it. We fucking did it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go get help. I'm about to bleed out. Like, I need to go get help, mm-hmm. and I'm going to come back for you. And Adam's mm-hmm. like, don't fucking leave me here. And he's like, I I won't leave you. I will be right back. I just can't bleed out, dude, because, mm-hmm. like, I'm about to die. And he, so he crawls away out the door, down the mm-hmm. hall, and Adam's lying there being like, fuck, I'm fucking alone. Like, I just need someone to show up. And who stands up? Well, almost. Almost. He, 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 he's like, oh, maybe Zepp has a key. That's right. He starts digging around in yep. Zepp's pockets for and a key. And he finds a cassette player. That's right. That says, Zepp. Zepp, I want to play a game. You're a fucking piece of shit. Zepp, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're a piece of shit, Zepp, and everybody knows it. And he said, no, I've dosed you with a slow poison, mm-hmm. so you better go hold these people hostage mm-hmm. and do my bidding. Or I won't give you the antidote. Yep. And then as Adam is realizing, oh, 
fuck. I'm this, fucked. This he is- starts to look around like, oh, so he's still here. Jigsaw's still around. The dead body who's been in the room the whole time, time stands up and wipes the fake blood and brains off of the side of his bald head mm-hmm. and says game over bitch game over and closes he does tell him where the key is yeah but, but i think that's just to fucking toy with him yeah because the key is long gone yeah the it's key, down the drain the key adam's key was in the bathtub with him and we it watch went, it. we watch it go down the drain in the opening moments of the film. It's like glowing and everything. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, fuck, what was that? That's yeah. probably important. Yeah. And you were right. <laughs> yeah. It was important. It came back. And yeah, that, that was, I don't know if you saw my face mm-hmm. when the dead body stood up. I was like, yeah, I like grinning yeah. ear to ear, and eyes I, wide and joy. So much fun. Yeah. So yeah. And then we finished and I was like, no words. We have to go record yep. right now. Plot summary. We have some thoughts mixed in there. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. Warm up. What did you think about Saw in relation to what, you know, its its, it's reputation is, you know? Totally stands up to the hype for me. Um, you know, I've told several people, like, yeah, we're going to record a podcast, we're going to watch Saw, and then we're going to talk about it. And what was funny was everybody's faces was like a grimace of just like, oof, like that sounds... Like a lot, and even if they'd seen it or not seen it, everybody kind of had the same reaction. And it's interesting, what, except for my partner, except who, for your partner, who, went, ooh. who was like, "Ooh, yes," which makes me excited for my future on this podcast mm-hmm. because where everyone else grimaced, I'm now just like grinning broadly. Yeah. I'm like, "That was so fun." It's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I'm I'm a little less nervous now for like other yeah. things to come mm-hmm. because I'm like, "Oh, cool, that was just fun." Yeah, yeah, like. And not in a, like, not even in a, like, cheap way or, like, a, I don't know. It was just really, really... It's kind of... Well, and what I love about it is it's aged, like, like cheese. Not like milk, (laughs) but like cheese. Yes, beautifully. Where it's it's pretty good. You see that rind on it, though. Yeah, you see the rind. It's (laughs) like there's maybe a little bit of mold, but it's the kind of mold that you can still eat. Barely. And it, you know, it's just... It's a relic of its time. Yeah. And it, like... Almost has a B movie quality to it. Almost, yeah. It's like right on that line of like, is this even like, like you can see how hard they worked to make it look like any good at all. Mm-hmm. And they had like four locations apparently. Yeah. To shoot Basically, in. yeah. It's like they kind of recycled. I think they had one, I don't know if this is true, but it feels like they had one warehouse. Yes. Um, the, just the most dilapidated looking piece yeah. of shit ever. And they just recycled locations from that. I feel like budget should be considered when they're doing set design awards because, like, this one should win awards. Yeah, you know? Especially for that room that that's, they were trapped that's in. That's fair, yeah. That's, like, beautifully set. It's, it's so aesthetic. So disgusting. So disgusting. Unbelievably disgusting. And it just has, like, the right mm-hmm. color and the right, like, fat. It's just really good. Yeah. So the budget was about $1.2 million. Oh, my God. Box office, $103.9 million. Good for that. I was so, going to be like, $500 million. I'm like, I don't know what's normal. Crazy successful. Yes. Really set kind of a new standard for what horror movies could be. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an absolute roller coaster that I think really could only have mm-hmm. been achieved 
by these two wackadoodles. <laughs> yeah. And that was my favorite was at the end then like I like was shit talking Adam the whole movie mm-hmm. just because like he's obviously set up to be the foil yeah. to an extent and like yeah. make you just be like, "Ugh, Adam." And yeah. when he is like sobbing, "Please don't go, please don't go." Like, mm-hmm. no. At the end, I went, "Wait a second. You said that Adam was Lee Wynell." And mm-hmm. so I like pieced together like really at the last and I was like, oh, wait, that's Lee Wynell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just started cackling because yeah. I was like, I just shit talk one of the writers of the show for like the whole, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, whole yeah. show. But I do think it, like we said, it's it's very intentional that you're not really supposed to like him. No, you know? no, obviously. And what I love about Jigsaw as a character is he's like, I have cancer. And I'm going to make it everyone's problem. Oh, right. We forgot to mention that the guy who is Jigsaw, who stands up and- Right, at the end. Is actually someone who Gordon's been seeing at the hospital Mm -hmm. and who has brain cancer. Yeah, he has terminal cancer and- and yeah, so he's like, I have cancer, and I'm gonna make it everyone's Literally fucking problem. Literally everyone's problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and like, the fucking, the razor wire guy rewatching yeah. that, I'm just like, oh, but, oh no. What was his oh, thing? Buddy. Oh, right. He's like, oh, you tried to kill yourself by yeah. slitting your wrists, so now crawl through razor wire to see if you were just doing it for attention. Yes. And I'm just like, oof. Oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah. Yeah, it... We just doing it for attention was the part that like terribly, terribly. I like laughed because yeah, because it's so it's horrible. So it's, it's so fucked. bad. It's the most like two thousand. I was like, wow, those were the two options, huh? Yeah, those were the two options back then. Of like, you either did it because you wanted to die or you wanted attention, and it's like, we. I'm glad. Bad. I'm glad we've progressed. You know, as yeah, a society, at least a smidge. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there were, we got to see several victims. Mm-hmm. Um, one survivor. One survivor, who I was like, is this his assistant? Because mm-hmm. she escaped. So, do you want a spoiler for yeah, the, okay. So, in Saw 2, Amanda ends up in another trap. So, reverse bear trap girl <gasps> ends up in another trap. God damn it. Is it the same actress? It is the same actress. Wow, good yeah, for her. With like a really bad haircut, and you learn... At the end of that one, the big twist at the end of Saw 2 is that Amanda was working with Jigsaw. That's what I was like. I was trying to remember. I knew someone ended up mm-hmm. like retcon he has, style yeah. being the assistant. And she's she's kind of retcon. So the idea is she was actually trapped for real the first time okay. in the reverse bear trap. That was real. But the idea is that that converted her to jigsaw's philosophy right, she was like yes i am grateful yeah when yeah he was <laughs> when, yeah when the really he good detective said, yeah the really good de- grateful yeah the really really good detective who has excellent bedside manner <laughs> asks the um victim who had to face this horrifying trap so are you yeah are so you are you are you grateful to be Which alive a, and it's yeah, like I, danny I danny no <laughs> danny honey danny no please <laughs> yeah she gets kind of converted to jigsaw's philosophy and helps him with that trap Got that you. she's in she's kind of like monitoring the trap yeah and a la zap a la, a la zap yeah 
And then it just becomes this. There, and then from there, starting in like Saw three, they start retconning things pretty hard. Yeah, because I remember at some point Zep or Zep, at uh, some point Jigsaw dies, and they end up like mm-hmm. just doing a lot of flashbacks of like, but he's still here with us because mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you remember, then he he's never gone. Yeah, um, <laughs> Jigsaw's always with us in our hearts. In our hearts, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think. They got so lucky casting Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw. I've literally never heard of this person. I'm going to look him up because I was like, I was like, oh, this person who I've never seen before. Well, and you only see him for, what, 10 seconds laying in a yeah. hospital bed and then for like two minutes at the very end of the movie and you don't even necessarily get a good look at him or anything. He chews up the scenery just in just every scene that he's in. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sound was that he's like a gerbil attacking like the fake set. <laughs> he chews up the scenery you yeah, really yeah, gotta yeah, watch yeah. out that's fair mm-hmm. but yeah so i've literally never seen him before yeah that's i hadn't seen him before these movies but he's his voice anymore is just so iconic and the series ends up becoming more about jigsaw and his that's why i was only 80 percent convinced that zep was jigsaw was because i was like wrong. that voice isn't right yeah the i was voice like is even wrong. with a modulator that's not how he talks yeah i've heard enough of ben from lost yeah. to know what he sounds like and mm-hmm. that's not it yep so that was my only um, hang up yep. with that whole yep. thing. Which, you know, good instincts. But yeah, they got super lucky casting Tobin Bell to just chew the scenery and have it a fucking... I think that's, what do you mean? <laughs> I think that's the phrase. What, what do you mean when you're well, saying he, that? Well, you know how Alan Rickman just ate up... Not the scenery. He ate up the scenery. He ate up that roll. Oh, ate the roll. Okay, all right. The scenery is literally like, I think, the sets Uh, (laughs) and like pieces. (laughs) I don't know what the saying is. I'm bad at this. This is great. I'm learning learning so much. So he's just, he just eats up the role. He He is is so much, you can tell he has so much love and passion for the role. Just because even those two seconds of him just like standing up, not Mm. even looking at Adam and peeling the brains, like Mm -hmm. makeup off of himself and like the whole thing, Mm -hmm. it, it was just like tingles i got chills yeah so it's a great moment and it's a great moment i also really it made me think back to the moment that adam was like wow that really is a dead body i've never been in front of a dead body before and they Mm -hmm. really don't move yeah and like how that told us the audience that is a dead body because we know like if you've seen a dead body before you know what it feels like Mm. you know what he's talking about where like if you're in a room with a dead body how your brain is just like oh that's not a person that's like an object now Mm -hmm. that's like not a real that's not a human who i'm connecting with and you have this weird it's very strange yeah and you and so i really liked that they said that at the beginning they set it up for your brain to hear Mm -hmm. that and be like oh i know what he's talking about that must be a real dead body and i can disregard this body yeah potentially being a character it's it's, just an object in the room yeah it's like it's like set decoration basically just just to add to the the ambiance of yeah oh man this is fucked up yeah so Um, i really liked i even during that i was cognizant of like oh but he told us that it was a dead body mm -hmm. because of the feeling it gave him yeah and yeah, I think that was just, like, one of the best, like, loop arounds that wasn't, like, remember when I told you that it's a, de- you know, they didn't yeah. do too much. It wasn't too heavily handed. It yeah. It was just beautifully done. Yeah, yeah. It was just wonderfully done. And, like, and then we have this sort of quiet moment of Adam being, like, wait, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> dead body, this, I'm Jigsaw, motherfucker. It's so and it's just, you know, what an iconic moment <laughs> that 
every subsequent Saw movie would try to replicate and never meaningfully could. (laughs) Certainly not nearly as well. So what do you think, like, so you keep, you know, you're saying, like, they didn't ever capture that again. Mm -hmm. Like, you're saying, like, they never caught that again. What do you think was, like, set this one apart so well to Mm -hmm. make it, like, this, you know, reestablishment of horror as a genre? Mm -hmm. We now see it completely shift from these, like, spooky thrills and chills to, like, torture porn and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, body horror in a way that's really visceral. Like, it completely reset things is what I think a lot of people argue Mm -hmm. from what I understand. Yeah. So how do you, why do you think that it was so successful in doing that and was never really able to recapture it? So, yeah, that's that's not to say that subsequent Saw movies weren't more financially successful. Mm. Um, I think what makes Saw as a horror film work so well is that James Wan and Lee Whannell just made a really great creative team. Mm-hmm. They had a vision and they had a very shoestring budget, you know, like $10 yeah. <laughs> functionally. And... It forced them to get creative with how they were going to approach things and how they were going to bring this vision to life. And no, it's not a perfect film, but I think just sort of this like idea of waking up in this fucking gross, disgusting room with a dead body in front of you and a stranger chained to the wall opposite opposite you and you just have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's just immediately an enthralling premise. Mm-hmm. And then you throw into it just this, like, cartoon villain of <laughs> Jigsaw, who's, like, the perfect sort of, at least in the first one, kind of a blank canvas for yeah, your, like... for your own imagination. Yeah, your to... own imagination of, like, why is he doing this? And then, obviously, you learn later on, he's like, you need to learn to appreciate life. Mm-hmm. And almost sort of this, like, sense of moral superiority, mm-hmm. like... You're a piece of shit, and you need to appreciate what you have, you piece of shit. (laughs) And I think there's, you know, there's something kind of viscerally gratifying about seeing bad things happen to shitty people, <laughs> which I think is what the the sequels were going for, right? Interesting. I was going to say, because, like, I watched this one and I was like, I don't feel, I didn't feel like anybody in that was really shitty, except for maybe Adam. Like, well, he and, was and my least favorite. But, he's, he's shitty, but, but not, he's like, not like, I don't want to see him, like, he's not like foot off. Yeah, he's, he's not a like, murderer. He's not yeah. a, you know, a... a he's not it, the dentist He's that we not about. the dentist, you know. He's he's not a dentist, <laughs> period. Dentist, all dentists... <laughs> Deserve to be put in saw traps. Yeah, they suck. (laughs) If my dentist is listening, she's really great. Yeah, most of the people in jigsaw traps are, like, not the shittiest of people. You could, like, okay, you can argue Amanda a little bit. Barely, though. Based on stuff that happens in the sequels. But, like, from what we know right now. From what we know right now. She's she's a a drug drug addict. addict. Which is, like, a mental illness. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a very 2004 (laughs) understanding of of drug addiction. Well, Um, or, like, and if we, like, take off, you know, like, let us sink our teeth into being in the Sawniverse. Or just, like, the Saw Saw 1. Yeah. Saw 1, specifically. Mm Mm-hmm. And thinking through of, like, Jigsaw himself being the one who's like, you're a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a very, like, 
fucked up way of thinking about it that like you're a drug addict or you struggle with self-harm mm-hmm. or you like are a distracted doctor <laughs> like yeah. he's like there are real pieces of shit out there and he seems to be not scraping the bottom of the barrel but rather like skimming off the top yeah for like quote-unquote shitty people yeah he's it's, like you should appreciate your yeah, life yeah absolutely and it's like it's this weird thing where he seems to want to punish them through this like these horrible games yeah right? the fact that he calls them games right yeah it's like that's, that being you know. said though that being said though because now i'm thinking like if you think about like your average like person who's taking advantage of things and mm-hmm. like is really a shitty person mm-hmm. often they're kind of doing it out of like a relish for like getting away with it or mm. like I don't know, maybe he's seeing it and seeing, like, but those people know what they're doing. Like, yeah. they, they're here and they're seizing every opportunity, mm-hmm. even if it's leading to really terrible repercussions for everyone around them. Mm-hmm. And he's looking out for more more of those who aren't, aren't pieces of shit. You know, that was our own summation, but are people who aren't appreciating everything around them. Right. And, and then letting things pass by. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... That's, if we're talking about his philosophy. <laughs> and and his philosophy, what I appreciate about the analysis from You Are Good. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that they're like, you know, Jigsaw's a shitty dad who's very inconsistent in his ideology. And that inconsistency yeah, <laughs> in the ideology is when he then is like the disappointed dad to the, yeah. to his his followers. They then struggle to live up to that philosophy because it is so inconsistent and therefore he can never be satisfied, right? But, yeah, I'm not saying it's sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And But just kind of this idea of like, it sounds on its face like a very humanist philosophy of wanting people to appreciate their lives by going through something pretty, you know, like a, some massive ordeal mm-hmm. and hoping it'll like change their lives. But he still does so in a way that is a form of punishment it's yes. a form of like retribution yeah and i think especially getting back to your original question kind of post 9-11 yes that sort of yeah justice through retribution or Which, seeking catharsis through retribution yes, rather i think definitely. is what made That's thematically awesome. the the saw itself and its its sequels at least successful to a point Saw is not the first of the quote-unquote torture porn movies. And based on what we've seen, I don't even think it's totally fair to call the first one torture porn. No, I don't think so either. It's it's really with the sequels where they dive into the traps and they dive Mm. into, like, let's make them bigger, grosser, more horrifying. Do you feel like... Again, not to belabor on Mm -hmm. the sequels, but um, do you feel like they uh, do more, like, actually visually making you see what's yes. going on. 100%. Because that's what I was like, I know this one was, um, you know, you don't see a lot. You don't see a lot. There's a lot of aftermath yes. that you see. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of like sped up footage that sort of obfuscates a yes, clear yes. depiction of the violence. Yeah. was wild. Very 2004 music Never video. seen anything like that, yeah. I'm going to be honest. So it was, it's one of those that I, as soon as that started with the guy crawling through the razor wire, I was like, it was weird how much that like almost like brought the tension down mm. in a weird way. And I can't tell if at the time it would have brought the tension up if I hadn't seen it and been like, what a weird effect to 
really throw in there as a 2004 like weird effect you know i think certainly visually it still stands out as just oh, being yeah. very jarring jarring and it just sets a kind of mood that you're just like what what, what the fuck what what is what, going what, on? what is going on but um i think visually much more different than almost anything that had been mainstream at that point and then also like it's pretty easy to follow, you know? Mm-hmm. The plot like yes, the plot's convoluted, but like it's it's kind of like a a pretty accessible movie in terms of I like so, what yeah. you're watching and yeah. just having this kind of like almost otherworldly villain figure in yes. Jigsaw is like, you know, he's just he he makes for a really great villain. And then obviously everyone the sequels focus a bunch on the traps, but what makes the first one great to me is the psychology of just you're just really with these two guys trapped in this room mm-hmm. and they're just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. what how the fuck they got there, and how the fuck they get out. Yeah. Yeah, so Saw was not the first kind of torture porn. It's much more that like psychological thriller. Some people would argue, and I would agree, that I believe it was 2003 – Eli Roth had a film called Hostel Mm -hmm. about backpacking Americans in Europe Mm. getting, like, kidnapped and tortured in a hostel. Mm -hmm. And it's very brutal, very gross. Also kind of has that, like, feeling of just dirt and grime and gross and dank. Like, you can, like, feel dirt getting rubbed into your cuts kind of a thing. Yeah, like, you're gonna get hepatitis C (laughs) from watching this movie. Yeah, you might go to a doctor, you might be septic after watching this movie. Um, but just sort of that, like, visceral griminess, yeah, right? Yeah. I think that aesthetic that was in both Hostel and Saw kind of got merged mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then certainly as the Saw, the saga continued, the emphasis on the traps and the, the gore and maintaining sort of that, like, th- did you notice how the lighting was very green and oh, very yeah. yellow? And yeah, very, yesterday yeah. I was looking up um, horror movie color palettes yeah. for our logo, and yeah. I was like, wow, it's all very, like, blue-green, yeah. which I wouldn't have expected. Mm-hmm. Hey, friends. Editing Elena here to let you know that this next section is going to sound a little tin canny. Something went wrong with our audio, and we did our best to clean it up and fix it. Uh, but these things do happen, so we appreciate your patience and understanding as we are still in the learning process. Thank you so much. Because I think when you are trying to communicate a clinical setting, it seems like the choice is to go very white and mm-hmm. bright colors. Mm-hmm. And the tinting it towards the green kind of gives it like a pallor. Yeah, like a sickly... Yeah, yeah, that kind of makes it uh, much more off-putting. Yeah, very off-putting. Without even having to put dirt on things, you know? Yeah, And then when you add the layers of scum... Yeah, yeah, the layers of poo. (laughs) Can we talk about the guy who's like, follow your heart, and then the guy starts digging in the toilet, and I was like, you dumb ass. Yep. Who starts digging in the basin rather than digging in the tank. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the different parts of a toilet are called, but the one that you pee in versus the one that holds the water. Yeah. And I was like, the heart is on the one that holds the water. Mm-hmm. You are a dumbass. Yeah. And he's like, man, I wish I'd check there first. I was, I was like, like, yeah, we all do. fucking disgusting. We all wish you'd check there exactly. first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all right there wishing you would check first. You absolute clown. <laughs> That was the, honestly, that was, like, the most upsetting part. It, it's pretty upsetting, yeah. Just like, 
Just the filth. Yeah. The filth, the grime. Filth is a nice word for it. Yeah, and it's like... The later Saw movies, very they lean into sort of the filth, the gross, the grime. The fear factor. Yeah, and and not so much the, like, why are we here? Yeah. This is true. such a fucked up situation. The thrill. The thrill, yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead the thrill is in, like, let's watch this guy's head get turned 360 degrees. Did that happen? That happens in a later movie, yeah. <laughs> where, like... I can't think they pull that off nicely. And I mean, it's by gross. nicely, I mean, like, well done. Not, I mean? and it, it's one of those where it's like, at least in, in this first movie, the traps are kind of, they're, they're pretty flash forwarded through. Yeah. That gives it sort of this like intensity, the rapid editing, and sort yes. of this disjointedness. My point was, I think that I was trying to lead up to was just that Hostel saw sequels, the saga, very much aesthetically we're trying to capture this like grit grime mm-hmm. feeling that's right of like gore and like gross out kind of stuff future saw saw entries were very much focused on the like gross out turning turning gore into entertainment yeah Rather than make you cringe, yeah, pull away or cheer, even you know, Mm. um, where you're got kind of going like, oh, that's so gnarly, nice, yeah, versus like, oh, fuck, this makes me uncomfortable to have a human body. That was, I really liked that about this one that there was no moment where I was, except for the sawing off the foot part. Mm-hmm. The sawing off the foot part, I was actively going like, oh, 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 mm-hmm. like, like kind of withdrawing into my skin. Yeah. But the part with, um, you know, sticking your hand in the toilet, yeah. the parts of the other flashbacks, none of them made me really do that as much as just be like, I don't know right now mm-hmm. and in this like escalating yeah. way that made it um i think kind of similar to psycho in a lot of ways where there was this like gradual tension build mm-hmm. not gradual it was more like ups and downs I yeah yeah kind of a like you you have your peaks and your valleys yeah and it's not even necessarily a roller coaster because a roller coaster goes woo and, yeah. then, and then gradually descends big Whereas, waves it just kind of starts you off with, like, what the fuck is going on? And you do still get kind of these quiet moments of, like, the mystery and the thriller and the... It's fun to watch while still kind of touching on some of these psychological, like, elements yeah. of, like, what would you do? Right, um, right. The thing that I really liked, though, was that even when we thought we'd hit the crescendo, there was one more, like, bang! But yeah, no, and and so I think also, in, in the kind of M. Night Shyamalan twist way, mm-hmm. that twist, while incredibly effective in this film, yes, becomes a, this, like, bar that every other film tries to match and just can't... It's hard to do. It's really hard to do. Like... And it's... It, it gets to a point where you're sacrificing, you know, any kind of... Anything resembling good storytelling yeah. to just have a dramatic ending. Yeah. And it's like... It suffers for it. Obviously, you you have seven movies. The storytelling is going to suffer at least a little bit. <laughs> what know? are you talking about? Land of Before Time only got better. Believe it or not, the Saw sequels do not get better as they go on. They get progressively worse and worse, which is why I'm only having us watch this one. Yes. So, you one, it kind of demystifies this sort of cultural zeitgeist. But also, you just gain an appreciation for the early 2000s. Oh, and for sort sure. Of what 
became the cultural touchstone until paranormal activity came along. What else has Lee Lee Winnell gone on to do? So Lee Winnell has actually had a fairly interesting career in that he continued with some horror movies. He did another another project with James Wan that he wrote and James Wan directed. It was called um, I think Dead Silence, and it was like a ghost slash haunted puppet movie. <laughs> So I like, forgot that that was like a, like because there's like dolls and things mm-hmm, like that. And mm-hmm. So for a second, I was like, "How can you make that?" Yeah, story? and it it was kind of the first Annabelle movie. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there was like Child's Play before that, right? There was Child's Play before that, or but like this was Chucky. sort of a like, yeah, Chucky was Child's Play. From there, he w- was he had kind of a smaller role in the Insidious movies, which are also mm-hmm. James Wan productions, and they're a little bit like. The Conjuring movies, but not based off, you know... Supposed true events. Right, supposed true events. So they're a little bit more creative, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's done the Insidious movie. I think he directed the third one. And then he directed, most recently, that's really fucking good, and we are going to watch this, The Invisible Man. Oh, right, 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 with Elizabeth Moss. With Elizabeth Moss. He also did an action movie. It was with the discount Tom Hardy. Upgrade was the film, and Discount Tom Hardy is uh, Logan Marshall Green. That guy. Oh my god. I've literally never seen him before. You so may have in some yeah, things, but uh, he's Discount yeah. he's Tom like, Hardy. He's like frat boy Discount Tom Hardy, yeah, too. Yeah. James Wan has gone on to do, you know, the Conjuring movies are the big mm-hmm. ones. I will say he's only directed one and two. I don't think he did the third one, which was The Devil Made Me Do It, which was, I watched it and it sucked. Uh, any other characters that we felt like unpacking? That's the thing. Big is... victim complex for the women in this movie. Does not pass the Bechdel test. The women suck. Yeah, the women suck. I was really annoyed that what's her face? Amanda. I was gonna call her Brenda. <laughs> no, not Brenda. <laughs> First female name that I could think of. Sure. I was gonna call her Brenda, but she. Um, I was furious when she didn't shoot. Uh, Zep. Oh no! no. Oh, the wife, yeah, Allison. Which I know she was like, "Tell me where he is. Tell me where he is." But I was like, "There's probably other info, like other places you can get that info." Than just him, mm-hmm. and like shoot his legs so he can't run or something. Mm-hmm. Like to have him tie himself up while he's laying there. Yeah. I don't know, but she was just like, "Tell me where he is," with yeah. this very shaky, like, "I'm not actually gonna shoot you," kind of voice. Mm-hmm. And I was more interesting the daughter to like somehow get the gun and shoot him than mm-hmm. I was that mom. Yeah, I really, I definitely am um, very incompetent, and that unfortunately continues through the series, even as Amanda becomes a an, an apprentice and the accomplice. women are just incompetent. They're a little bit incompetent and they're very emotional and they're Jesus very Christ. like um they're not very robustly written characters. And um plot twist, Jigsaw has an ex wife. Um <laughs> fucking cunt of an ex wife. Actually yes, but yeah. not for that reason. Um she's just horribly written and like is so fucking boring and like exists to be a plot device more or less and it sucks like that does suck 
Yeah. Because I so, feel like interesting written women can end up being such, like, excellent villains. Villains or even just, like, Foils. characters or flails yeah. or, like, what? There's so many things you can do with interestingly written female characters. Yeah. But or just non-male characters. Non-male, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. they don't, they ain't gotta be femmes. They yeah. can be whatever. They, they can want be whatever be. they want, just not white dudes, not cis dudes. Yeah. Saw. We've seen it. We saw it. We watched it. We saw. It. We done saw saw. We saw saw. <laughs> I saw saw. You saw. We saw saw. saw. We see saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's beautiful. It's elegant. It's timeless. It was so good. Yeah. I really was blown away yeah. by how much I liked it. Alright, uh, so, ratings. Spooky factor, and then the maybe scary factor. Honestly, I'm gonna throw down, like, one. It wasn't very spooky to me. Yeah, it's not super it's spooky. It's not atmosphere. I mean, it is atmospheric. It's very atmospheric. It's atmospheric. Spheric and like that gross and grimy way. Gross and grimy way. Yeah. Which for me isn't very spooky. I am not very easily grossed out. I'm going to be honest. Like, even when he was digging in the toilet, I was like letting myself get grossed out. Yeah. More than like really, like, Mm -hmm. I was like letting myself get hyped in. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it was like chocolate, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. Not, not too spooky. I'm just thinking. I think the spookiest it got for me was the pig. Mask, yeah, yeah, the and the the like doll, yeah, because those were as close as we get to like specters in this movie. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was the part where I think you got my reaction Mm -hmm. of just being completely like not down. Yeah, it's like (laughs) I hate this. Yes, that was what I said. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I would I would agree. It's not super spooky. No, and I would yeah. So I'd give it a one on the spooky factor. I'll give it, like, a two on the scary factor, because mm-hmm. just the idea of, like, it's it, it's a really good psychological thriller. Yeah. And and there's some moments in it that are really tense and, like, yes. well-paced, and the idea of being stuck in some of those traps is pretty, like, ooh. <laughs> you like to think that you'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. And it's like, God, just do this to solve the trap. And it's like, okay. No, the mouth, actually... like the reverse bear trap one, yeah. I was like, that's actually fucked. That's the so fucked. The others are like, the razor wire, yeah. I'm like, y- y- you do your best. You know, mm-hmm. you just keep, because that one, you're just like, you're keeping moving. Mm-hmm. There is obviously sawing your foot off. That one I don't think I could do. I couldn't do that. I, I think would just I die. would just be like, all right, but I think if I was a doctor mm-hmm. and had done it to other people, maybe, maybe. I don't know, but like, well, and, probably and, not. No, I probably wouldn't. I would tell anybody anything they wanted to hear, mm-hmm. like, literally anything. Yeah, like, I would sell out my closest <laughs> friends if someone was like, I'm gonna saw off your limb. And they could just, like, just threaten it and, yeah. like, have a saw nearby and be like, all right, they are over there. <laughs> um, the best way to ask them to come with you is this way. Like, I would tell them anything. Mm. So, just heads up. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, no, just just the idea of some of those traps. I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm no, good. Nah. I'm good. And then, of course, just jigsaw as like a metaphor or just a sim- yeah. symbol of like a disappointed dad and be somebody with power and expertise. Hi, friends. This is M. I am currently editing our second episode in which we watch Saw.
Um, while editing and while discussing this, I noticed there was some things that we want to give some content warnings for. So I'm going to do that now. In watching Saw and discussing it, we do get into descriptions of violence, gore, self-harm, suicide, and addiction. Um, these are all pretty briefly discussed, but they are very much part of the discussion of Saw. So if that's not your, that's not your thing, no hard feelings, um, turn it off. You know, that's, that's totally fine with us. Um, otherwise we'll dive right in and we'll, uh, be jumping into episode two, Saw. Who's misguided in his ambitions and his like, how he's choosing to use his gifts mm -hmm. um, to harm people yeah. while thinking he's helping them. Yeah. Like, there's something, like, existentially pretty scary about that. That is pretty so. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really think about that too mm. much, I guess, as far as... Because especially, like, the first time through, you're just, like, along for the ride. Yeah, not really yeah. thinking about, like, the helping. Because you, you really are, you're just like, well, you're not, though. Mm -hmm. like, and, and he's kind of the, like dumb man smart man where it's like yeah the best way to help somebody is to put them through pain to make yeah. them realize how grateful they are to be alive and then you you think about that for more than 10 seconds rather than just accepting it on its face and you go no no, maybe not do that. <laughs> no helping people helps people well everyone including me misquotes you know um, do you want to play a game when it's yeah, he I said want that, to play and a game. I literally yes I was thinking that while we were watching it I was like wait he never did say nope. do you want to play he never asked he said no we're playing a yeah game yeah now. yeah he doesn't ask he says we're playing we're a playing game, game bitch it's happening yeah it's happening right now so <laughs> smooth transition yeah so that was saw we got a creature feature coming up surprise creature feature Yep. Um, I'm pretty excited. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Romp. I'm so fucking excited. So yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. In the meantime, um, you can find us on uh, Instagram. On socials. If you don't know where to find <laughs> us, don't find us. Don't. Just, just don't do it. You can find us on Instagram at eekpod. That's it. E-E-K-P-O-D. Yep. We are going to be just like posting updates about uh, any upcoming ones, unless they're surprises, mm -hmm. when we release our episodes, things like that. Or you can find us and contact us via email at eekthepodcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at eekpod. All right, cool. y'all. Um, signing off. I don't we we need a sign up. We gotta figure out <laughs> um uh stay out of traps. Yeah, watch out for watch, watch out, out for traps. Watch out for traps. <laughs> That's it, we did it. <laughs>